For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one sports podcast network. It's the only place with a show for every team in Los Angeles and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, iHeart, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Sports. Thank you so much, Sid. We are excited to continue our empowerment series. And today we're going to have a young lady named Alexis Wines. She's from the great state of Indiana. I believe all of our states are great, but I have an affinity for Indiana. That's also where I was born and raised. You know, in a lot of other states, it's just basketball, but Indiana, it's a little bit different in Indiana. When you trace the roots, the birth of Indiana's passion for basketball can be traced to the game's inventor himself, Dr. James Naismith. And though he invented the sport in Springfield, Massachusetts in 1891, basketball's inventor noticed how quickly the sport had caught on in Indiana. It's a beloved sport where growing up in a small Indiana town, you can find raggedy, rusty rims barely holding on to the side of a red barn. That's when we first start to put the ball through the hoop, and that's when we first fall in love with the game. And as we continue our empowerment series, we do so because the LA Sparks are so deeply involved and deeply passionate with continuing to grow sports for young people and for girls. On our last episode, we met the Williams sisters, two impressive young ladies from Utah, 11 and 13 years old. And now we're going to continue to move up the age ladder uh, with today's guest, Alexis Wines. She is a junior in high school, and we're going to learn more about how she fell in love with the sport and what her future goals are. I told you a little bit about her. She's a junior from a very small town in Indiana. And when you think of Indiana, it's synonymous with the sport of basketball. Alexis, when did you first recognize that, that basketball could be a part of your future? Um, I'd say when I was about the age of five was when I first picked up a ball. And as soon as I picked it up, I instantly fell in love with it in the game. And it just became my passion and like my entire life. Something else that I love about your approach to the game and, and more girls need to continue to do this is playing pickup games with guys. And I did that a lot growing up. You have to pick your spots because I also know how you play very aggressively at one speed. You have to pick your spots because they're not going to let down their game because a girl's on the floor. But how has that really sure. helped? Yeah. How's that helped your game grow? Being able, obviously because I'm shorter and playing against guys that are six foot and six foot five, it's really helped me develop my driving in skills going against people that are a lot taller than I am and having to shoot over somebody that's a foot taller than me. And it's made me a lot tougher mentally and physically. What do you think are the strongest aspects of your game? My shooting abilities or my defensive abilities, being able to read somebody's eyes and getting steals. What are some things you need to work on? 
probably my consistency with shooting because if I'm hitting in a game, I'm not going to miss. But there will be games where I'll hit a couple and then I'll miss a couple. So I need to get my consistency better and uh, finishing my layups more consistently, consistently as well. How do you keep your confidence? Because it's one of those things, too, when um, as a captain, as a point guard, so much pressure is on you just automatically. So how do you keep your confidence up if your shots aren't falling? I have to keep reminding myself that since I am a point guard and a shooting guard, that a lot of the team is going to rely on me to keep them going. So if my confidence starts to deteriorate, then the team's will as well. So I have to keep a, I have to keep level-headed and help boost the team because if I stay positive, then they'll also keep me encouraged and positive as well. And we'll be back with more right after this message from our sponsor. For the first time in Pittsburgh Steelers history, they are 8-0. And while you might not make it to a game this year, you can still be in on all the action at Bet Online. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. And there's always the online casino because it never closes. So head over to BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's BetOnline.ag and sign up today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Welcome back to Believe in Sparks, presented by BetOnline.ag. What are some of your inspirations in terms of, do you have a pregame playlist? Do you have a pregame routine? What are some things that you go through? Um, I'm kind of a superstitious person. So <laughs> I always wear white socks and I cannot wear black socks at all. I don't know why, but just white socks are my go-to. And I've recently started wearing an undershirt. Um, so that's my new thing this season. But yes, I do have a playlist that I listen to and it's always the same song in the same order. And I have to listen to one song before I go into a building. Can you share what that one song is that you have to listen to? Oh, it's um it's Forever by Drake, Eminem, Lil Wayne, and uh I think there's a couple other artists in there, but it's like cuz it's about LeBron James and like him growing up and how he came from nothing. I see you. That's a good one to keep you going for oh, sure. Yeah. I love that. Um speaking of LeBron, you know, he has a daughter now and seeing what Kobe started with Gigi and following the WNBA and following and supporting girls sports. Now that Kobe is not carrying that along, I know that the guys will be following in his footsteps and LeBron will be one of them. What do you think is so valuable about not even just a man like LeBron or an NBA player, but men in general, guys in general, what do you think that means to girls sports to have them back you guys up I think it means a lot for us especially because growing up I didn't realize like women's sports weren't as idolized as men's sports because we can't do the dunks and all the flat we can do the flashy passes but when we do it it's not seen as cool as if a man were to so having all these great superstars or men in general just praising us for all these things we're capable of doing just helps boost my confidence and I know all the other stars out there have you seen an uptick in, in like some of your classmates, the boys or boys basketball players come into your all's games? Yes. Um, the great thing about having our new coach in her second season is that she had um, gotten together with our boys varsity coach. So the boys come and watch our games and we go and watch theirs. So we're supporting each other. 
I love that. And that's how it should be. You know, when, when we think about girls sports, the, the sad reality is so many girls stop playing sports or even stop pursuing sports by age 13. So being a junior in high school, if you had a friend that you've played with in the past, come to you and be like, Alexis, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. I don't know if it's worth it. How would you try to communicate to her the value that is attached to playing a team sport? I'm glad you asked that because I actually have lost two of my teammates who I've played since uh, fifth grade. They both decided they no longer want to play um, because they just they just lost the love for the game. And I always try to ask them, like, what changed, why? And they're like, we just grew out of it. So they don't have a direct answer. It's just that it's something they just no longer had a passion in and they just grew out of it because it wasn't the same as if they were younger. That's fair. I mean, you have to honor where they stand just like they would have to honor where you stand because for right. you, it truly is a part of life. Oh, yeah. And yeah, and you couldn't imagine not having it in, in, your, in your life. And it's good for them because I think especially with a team sport, if you can honestly say, I'm just not into it anymore, you're not just, you're going to be hurting other people. So I think that was really huge of them to recognize where they were and what was best for them. And, and I'm sure they're finding other things that they enjoy that they're good at. So thank you for sharing. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that story. What lessons have you learned by virtue of being an athlete? One of the biggest things that, uh, it really, it didn't affect me, but it got to me was, um, when I was nominated last season for first team all conference, which is like the best in our conference, there's the first and second team. When I had been nominated as first team all conference, um, a lot of my teammates and stuff who I had always supported, they didn't give me back that same support. And even went as far as saying that I didn't deserve it, even though I put in the most work on the team, same thing with being captain. When I was selected as captain, it caused so much chaos on the team because I was a sophomore uh, captain along with the senior captain. So it was, it hurt because all of my teammates and stuff who I saw as like my best friends turned, turned against me. So how do you navigate those waters when you're still playing on the same team and trying to lead them and guide them the best you can? I really just had to keep like a good uh, attitude and I had to continue to support them because I wanted to show them that even though they were doing all these rude things and not wanting to support me that I'd always have their back even if they didn't do the same. And that's why you're a leader and that's why you're a captain. Thank you. Absolutely. Another thing that I appreciate about your approach in that is LeBron James would never apologize for putting up 60 on his best friend on the other team. He would never apologize for that. And you have to continue to use your talent and in the face of adversity, how we show up for ourselves first and for others is such a testament to who we're going to be. And again, good for you, honey, for being that kind of a leader. Cause I'm Thank sure you. that was, yeah, I'm sure that was very challenging and tough. Oh, yeah. What is some of the best advice that you've ever received? Probably from my coach because I went on this uh, last season, this like four game streak of not being able to shoot a single three pointer. Like I could put up a hundred shots in the gym and make them all. But as soon as I got into a game, my shots just would not fall. And she told me that uh, she's like, no matter how many times you shoot, you're going to miss more. You're going to miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So that really like kicked in because I've heard that before. But after, like, this four-game period, I was like, okay, this is enough. Like, this is ridiculous. You're better than that. You're putting in all this work for it not to pay off in a game. And that following game, I had uh, came out and I went, I think, three for four on my three-pointers. So it was a a big confidence booster for sure. 
I love that. You know who else shoots the three pretty well is our own uh, Sydney Weiss. She is such a monster from the three-point line. And when we watch her play, she's got such a great attitude. And um, I know that you and I talked a little bit about this, that she would be such a great teammate to have. And I have, the, I have the luxury of talking to her every podcast and, and That's a awesome. lot. Yeah, and a lot during the week. When you think about other people that you look up to in the WNBA or even still that might be in college, who are some of those women? Diana Taurasi has been somebody I've always idolized throughout even her college career, just how smooth and fluent she is with the ball. Um, Sue Bird is another one, especially with her, uh, the clutch game she had back in the, uh, bubble. And then the previous year when she had missed all of her three pointers in the first, like first half. And then that fourth quarter, she snapped and went off. Those are definitely the two most influential women. How do you think you would have handled the bubble? I think I would have liked it considering we are now all hybrid and online and we're having to do something like that, going to school just for practice. I think I would have enjoyed it, but it definitely would have been weird because personally my favorite part about basketball is having the fans live cheering you on and even having like the spectators and stuff there who are rooting against you. I think that's just like creates the best atmosphere, but I think, I think I would have liked it, but it would have been a weird thing. Yeah, for sure. I know Sydney and I have talked about that a lot and we've talked to other people on this podcast about it. It's, it's definitely got its benefits and then it's, it's tough points. You know, the benefits, especially for Sydney, she loved the structure and she loved how simple it was. You, you, they lived close. They, they were able to get there quickly. The travel, the wear and tear on their bodies wasn't bad. Mm -hmm. Um, And everything was just safe in in its place. But she said the toughest part was actually when they left. She's like, oh my God, like the world kept going outside of the bubble. Because in the bubble, they just knew basketball and meals and meetings. And yeah, it's crazy, right? Um, But you're you're playing now. Your season has started. Yeah, your season has started. Tell me a little bit about it. We had our first official home game, first official game last night. It was home against Cardinal Ritter. And last year we had lost to them by nine. And the really cool thing is that this year we had beat them by nine on our home court when we lost to them by nine last year. And we got off to a rocky start offensively. And our defense was – we were a very good defensive team. Like, we had the best defensive stats in our conference. Um, but our, just, our offense was very slow. We weren't moving as well. But um, we had taken a lead. It was going back and forth. But in the fourth quarter, we snapped. And just, you felt the game shift. And we got a good lead, and we just took off with it and ended up pulling through 47 Woo! to 36. It's a great win, especially against a city school, you know, coming from a country town against oh, yeah. a city school. What are you looking awesome. forward to in your future? Do you have college in your sights? Are you visiting any places? What's on your Most list? Most definitely. DePaul has um, shown its interest in me. And then there's another school in South Carolina called Furman University. Uh, but awesome. Notre Dame is my dream school. That is where I definitely want to go. That is that is awesome. And all those are pretty close to home. Is that part of your oh, yeah. plan? Yeah, you want to stay close to home? It'd be awesome to stay close to home, but that's not something that's going to like keep me back from getting, say, like if I were to get an offer from Oregon, I would take it because it, staying close to home isn't something that's going to affect where I want to go. Yeah, especially, I mean, like you say, an offer is an offer. To have an education paid for, to be able to play the sport that you oh, love yeah. – Man. And what would you want to do um, in terms of study? Health science and sports medical field is something I'm interested in. I'm actually taking a health science class right now. So it's, 
that's something that I've always had my sights set on, um, whether it be like a physical therapist or doing like blood transfusions or something. But that's yeah. Cool. I'm, we started this empowerment series to help young women and to continue to push the sport of basketball and push young women to uh, to keep them moving forward. And in our last episode, we had sisters from Utah, um, the Williams sisters. They're 11 and 13 basketball players, and it's that's awesome. I'm, yeah, and I'm moving up the ranks in age because it's important to to talk about. Um, just how important it is at every stage in your basketball life, why it's important sure. to keep pushing and what lessons you've learned and responsibilities that you've taken upon yourself. What would you tell your 11-year-old self? I would tell my 11-year-old self that even though when you were younger, everybody doubted you because of your size and uh, your ability to handle the ball because God knows I needed all the ball handling work when I was younger. Um, to continue to pursue my dream because there were multiple times where I was like, wow, nobody believes in me on my own team. So why do I believe in myself? But I, you just got to keep pushing forward because all the work does pay off. And that's the best feeling when you know you put in all this work and then you start to get all these accolades for it and recognition for your hard work. I'm so proud of you. So uh, there's a couple reasons that I asked you specifically to be part of this podcast. Um, we haven't revealed to the listeners yet how I know you. I've actually known you your entire life. Um, I'll let you explain oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you explain that in a second. I got you. <laughs> but I love that. Um, I'm such a champion for women, always have been, and love seeing people do well. And it's always been an important piece of my journey and my platform to give space uh, for people to tell their stories. And um, because your family is, is a special gift to me to hear you share your story. And I'm just so proud of you for doing your thing. So, all right, let's tell people how we know each other. All right. So I call you my aunt Stacy, but you're actually my cousin. But I see you more as an aunt because my grandma is your mother's sister. So I've known you my entire life and you're just the best person ever. And you have the most amazing shoe game in the world. Yes. It's just preach. Fantastic. Preach. <laughs> best shoe game. I love you so much. And yes, you are. I love you. You're not just a cousin. The technical term, you're definitely a niece to me as well. And I could not be oh, more proud you. of you. Your your attitude. Thank you. Your, it means a lot. Yeah, honey. Your attitude, your hustle, your approach to everything, the kind of teammate that you are, the kind of leader that you are, continue doing what you're doing because you don't know who's watching and you're empowering young girls right now who might be thinking, I don't think I want to play sports anymore because people don't think I'm good enough. But then Alexis Wines just shares her story right. about how, well, people didn't think I was good enough either. And look at me now and to not be held back from Absolutely. the people that don't believe in you. Right. Because we, we might not be able to control sure. what people say to us, but we can control how we respond. hundred percent. So proud of you. Thank you so much for being on this episode Thank of Believe you. in Sparks. Thank you for having me. The LA Sparks takes sports for girls very seriously, and they're proud to have a partnership with Nike, the WNBA, and the NBA for season two of Game Growers, a unique empowering opportunity for girls 13 years and older from seventh grade to eighth grade to share their ideas on how to encourage more girls to play sports.
You can find out more at gamegrowers.com and as always at lasparks.com. Please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, iHeart, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Sports. Follow me at SweetBaby24 on Instagram and Twitter, and Stacy at Stacy Pates on both platforms as well. Interested in advertising on this show? Please contact Believe at Believe.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Believe in Sparks. We will continue our empowerment series on our next episode as well. I'm Stacey Pates for Sydney Weiss. This has been a presentation of betonline.ag. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.